Hello, witches and wanderers. My name is Missa. And my name is Katie, and welcome to the Baby Witch Podcast. Hi, Katie. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you, Missa? I am hanging th- hanging in there, getting through quarantine best I can. Yay. Yeah, I think that's where we all are at now. Um, and again, like, if you are also stressed out, like, don't, you don't have to be Taylor Swift. You don't have to put out a surprise <laughs> album all of a sudden. Um, you just need to, you know, take care of yourself and get through it. And hopefully in, you know, a year or two or however long it's going to take, um, <laughs> we will be able to be out and be doing whatever the hell we want to do. Yeah, Yeah, and maybe you're listening to this in like 2021 or 2022. You've just found this podcast and you're listening to all our quarantine woes and you're like, oh man, I don't miss those and I'm glad they're over and I'm glad things turned out. Okay, so that's my hope for the future. (laughs) Yes, and we can't wait to join you in the future because fuck this. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So first of all, I do want to apologize. I do this thing sometimes where my brain, in my brain, I totally mean one thing and then something else comes out of my mouth. Like in my head, I'll be thinking like, um, you know, Atlanta and then, you know, Philadelphia comes out of my mouth, just like not related things. They just come. Yeah. My brain is stupid sometimes. And I realized I will. I want to come to the defense of Katie's brain here because I have known it for 12 years. Katie's brain just moves faster than her mouth. And so sometimes the words that are coming out of her mouth are the words that she is thinking, but she hasn't finished the thing that she was saying before. Yes. So I do want to apologize. There were a few of those speaking clubs that I made last podcast episode. Specifically, I was talking about Um, an issue specific to black people. And I said white instead of black at one point. And I apologize for that. And then also at one point I said that the Mayans were on the Pacific coast in South America. And like, I have, I have a degree in archeology. span I know where the Mayans are. They're on the Yucatan Peninsula. And I apologize. That's a mistake. And I know that to white people, that seems very small, but to marginalized groups, um, uh, mistakes like that can be very hurtful. So I want to apologize for messing those up. Um, but yeah, that also just brought up a point that, you know, I, we did make those mistakes because we, this, you know, the appropriation episode was something that was very meaningful to both of us and we were trying very hard to do it right. So we like took a lot of time and we were trying to do our research and make sure everything was perfect. And we took so much time that when it actually came to recording, we were rushed and, you know, that's kind of been the theme for the last few podcast episodes that we've recorded. Um, you know, just quarantine life has stretched us a bit thin. And uh, because of that, you know, we've also gotten a lot, a lot more listeners in the past few months. And we want to make sure we're putting out a good product. So because of that, we are going to be temporarily switching to once a month episodes now instead of every other week. Yeah, um, when we first started the uh, podcast, our lives were both a lot different, a lot different than they are now. Um, we both had some pretty major changes in the second half of last year. I mean, some of them were just very shortly after the podcast first aired. And so the, what we thought we were going to be able to do, um, changed drastically. And then again, with 
with everything with COVID, it just added on to that. So yeah, well, like Katie said, we want to be able to make sure that we're giving the best information that we can. And so we do rush sometimes. Um, and so that's just what this episode is about today is um, about the, the year that we've had so far with this podcast um, and kind of maybe where we see it going in the future and, and anything that we've done or said that, you know, maybe we've learned from, from the past. Yeah. And yeah, that and plus this is a podcast for baby witches and it's made for and by baby witches, i.e. we are still learning ourselves. So I feel like it sets a good precedent where, you know, for our anniversary episode, we go back and we reflect on, you know, the past year and we talk about things that we have learned and we can build upon stuff that we put in our podcasts. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. We we're not afraid to say that we were wrong or misspoke or that we've learned something new we need to normalize you know changing your opinion or or you know changing the information that's out there when you learn something new so since we're going to be moving to monthly episodes and you're not going to hear our our wonderful beautiful voices every couple of weeks we wanted to give you a list of podcasts to listen to in the meantime Um, we did bring this up in the previous episode and we just hadn't had time again like we said there was a lot more to that episode then we realized going into it. So we didn't have time to gather that list or to vet these podcasts, but we did listen to some great podcasts by uh, members of marginalized communities. And we wanted to share those with you. Yes. So the first one is little black witch. Um, It's by two black witches named joy and Praxy, And it's just them talking and teaching. And in all honesty, I really liked it. It kind of reminds me of this podcast, except it's like more professional and put together than our podcast. Uh Yes, definitely. It's, it's, it does remind me of us just the the friendship, the female friendship there. And then also the, uh, it's much more refined than we are. I will say that for sure. (laughs) Yes. And I, yeah, I've been listening to that. I actually, I very much enjoy it. Um, The next one is Tutia Bruja. And I found this one because one of the local witches that I follow um here the death witch she was on an episode and she like posted it on instagram so that's a good example for how you can keep an eye out for podcasts um like this because in all honesty it was really hard to do the research to find these podcasts and fortunately um people of color and um queer voices aren't very amplified like i kept on finding lists that had all just like white women like it was a list of like 20 podcasts and it was all white women. Um, so, and this podcast was not on any list. This podcast I found through word of mouth. So that's a good example of using your network to find podcasts that can expand your horizon. Um, yeah, but, it is actually a very new podcast too. I think the first episode was just uh, in June. Yeah. And it's by, but I really like it. I thought it was a lot of fun and it has a lot of good energy. Um, it's by Bex Carlos and it's just a bunch of interviews and, I, I really enjoyed it. So, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's really good. Um, again, like we said, it's, it's brand new. So there aren't a lot of episodes, so you can catch up on it real quick. Um, definitely recommend that one as well. Mm-hmm. And then there's the Black Witch podcast, which is by Marquisia. And it's really down to earth and informational. Um, you can still find her podcasts on Spotify, but I think she might have gone dormant or maybe like her room closet was blown or something. I don't know what happened because I can't find like 
her social media or anything. I can't find like the only place I can find this podcast is on Spotify now. I don't know what happened. Um, and then the next one is Alchemy of Ant of Affluence by Ophira. And it's a business oriented uh, podcast and it has so my litmus test for podcasts is I listened to the first episode and the last episode and full disclosure I did listen to all of these podcasts there was even like another one that is a that is a podcast by an African-American man but it was um yeah th there was stuff in there like not like telling people not to take meds or psych meds or go to therapy and stuff and it was like I don't know if I feel comfortable endorsing that but yeah I did listen to all these and they're good 100% fresh listen to all them um yeah alchemy of affluence um the earlier episodes seem to be more business oriented Ophira seems to have um like a whole school and class system and social media like venture backing up the podcast so that could be a really cool road to go down if you're interested in that sort of thing um and then myths and legends um this one's interesting it's made by a married couple jason and carissa weiser um jason voices the podcast and chris is the producer full disclosure it's not specifically witchy although i did have it i did find it on a you know top 10 witchy podcast list and it is a little witchy because it helps you do research into mythology and they have like a magical creature of the week. Um, and that's really cool. And it's just, it's like sarcastic mythology and it's really funny. Um, yeah. Full disclosure, Jason, the guy who voices it is a white dude. Carissa is of Asian descent. I didn't get like creepy and try to track down where she's from in Asia, but, but yeah, so that is produced by a woman of color. And then um, this last podcast, The Queer Witch by Anna Joy. Full disclosure, Anna is a white woman, um, but it is... Oh, I think they are non-binary. Oh, they are non-binary. Okay, I didn't realize that. My apologies. Um, I, I don't know necessarily what their um, gender identity is. I do just know on their um, Instagram, they have they and she pronouns. Okay, my, my apologies. I didn't realize. But um, yeah, so Anna Joy is... Full disclosure, white. I know we just went through a bunch of podcasts by uh, people of color, but you know, the queer community is also is also marginalized. Personally, I'm trying to do more research into specific, um, specifically queer witchcraft, so we can do that queer witchcraft episode for Pride Month next year. Um, and yeah, this is just very informational, and like I've already learned some stuff. Like, did you know that? Like the word queer used to also be used for witches, specifically to refer to witches back in like the Middle Ages. So, yeah. Yeah, queerness is definitely magic. I will mm -hmm. say that for sure. Um, and I, I do, that podcast doesn't look like it's had any episodes out in 2020. I, I don't know if they're not continuing on with their pods or if they're just taking a hiatus. But um, yeah, I was it's a really nice fresh voice to listen to. Yes. And I mean, even, I think she has like 30 some podcasts out there already. So even if you just listen to the ones that are out there and you never listen to it again, you can learn things. So yeah, definitely. Yep. All right. Yeah. So 
let's get into, you know, our what have I learned this year portion of the podcast. Yeah, we just kind of wanted to go back. Um, Katie's a lot better at this than I am because I edit the podcasts generally and then Katie will go back and listen to it after I've edited it um, and go, Missa, why did you do this, this and this? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, but so she's really good at, at checking when when we've said something, when we've misspoken, like she uh, discussed earlier, or if, you know, there's something that she noticed that she wasn't quite sure of and then went and, you know, investigated and discovered that we actually said something incorrect on the podcast. So mm-hmm. we just kind of wanted to go over some of those things with you. Um, yeah. And that way we're not continuing the spread of, of disinformation or, or if, again, if we have new knowledge, we want to share new knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also just like, these are new topics and, you know, you learn new things every day or like building upon stuff that we had talked about previously. So let's get into it. Um, So first off, I don't know if you guys remember, like, I think our third or fourth episode, we did a podcast about um, witchcraft as practiced as a religion or within Christianity or Judaism or all that stuff. So um, at the time, I just thought that paganism was like neo-paganism, reconstructionist paganism, where, you know, you go back and you try to reconstruct, you know, the Celtic religious structure as it was practiced, um, you know, back in pre-Christian times. But um, really, and I've done a lot more research on this. This is actually a, a research that I've done by listening to the inciting of a riot podcast, which um, it's weird because the guy who records the podcast name is Firelight. And he, it's very interesting because his podcasts are very informative, especially in the early episodes about what paganism is. And that's where I've learned all this stuff. But also like there's some really problematic things he says in the early episodes so if you go back to do your own research i do want to give you that warning um but uh for he does seem to have grown and his newer podcasts are much more centered and knowledgeable and you know not like for example for a while his podcast intro was a bunch of like stereotypical native american like yeah like the hand over the mouth Thing. Yeah, the hand over the mouth thing. Yeah, it was basically just okay. like, and it's like, that's really problematic that you're doing that, bud. Um, but basically, it taught me that, you know, paganism is any nature-based spirituality. It's any spirituality that centers around a connection. Um, maybe worship, I feel like worship maybe is too strong of a word for some paths of paganism. Um but yeah, it's basically any nature-based spirituality, and that could be, you know, goddess or god worship. It could be fae worship or fae practice. It could be just spiritual animism. It's any, it could be, it's any nature practice, nature-based practice. So yeah, yeah. Right. And then the second one that Miss and I both wanted to talk about is that like we recorded that big um, astrology series, but like I've been listening more to Ghosts of a Podcast, and I know Miss has been studying more and. Like I'm learning about angles and degrees and like how planets affect other planets. And it's just, there is still so much more. Yeah. There's still so much yeah. more. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, we had this like a big astrology series. I don't even remember how many episodes we put out about astrology, like at least two or three, maybe. Mm-hmm. I I can't remember, but I mean, there's, there is so much more. So we didn't really want you all to think that that was like the end of astrology, that that was, and I think we kind of talked about maybe um, like the asteroids or something like that 
um, in the episode and how we didn't know a lot about them, but there's just, there's so much to astrology. Um, today I learned about a, something called a yod or a finger of God. Um, that is like an aspect between three planets in your chart. And there's just so much out there and yeah, definitely keep listening. Um, Ghost of the Podcast again was a good one. And then actually I learned that from, well, he's queer, so we should have added him to the list. But uh, oh. Joshua Conkle's new podcast, Hollywoo. Um, it's only got like three or four episodes out so far, but um, he, whoever his guest is, he reads their chart at the end. And so I'm kind of learning of these like Hollywood types, uh, astrological charts. Nice. I also, and I think you pointed this out to me like a year ago and I was like, I have too many podcasts that recommend podcasts to me, but I also <laughs> found in this research, uh, Lisa Basile and, or Lisa Basile and Andy, whose last name I can't remember his podcast, Astro Lushes. And mm. that podcast is hilarious because it's basically those two people getting drunk and talking about astrology. And oh, that sounds is, amazing. Yes. Adding it that is, to my list. <laughs> yes, it's great. And I'm learning a lot more there. Mainly they just sit around and like talk about what astrological signs belong to each Hogwarts, Hogwarts house. So <laughs> yeah, just to give you an idea. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So while we're talking about astrology, like, Oh, we recorded that Saturn return episode with the hopes that like it would get to the degree that our Saturn return is in and then it would be just smooth sailing after that. No, we're here to tell you, no, your Saturn return sucks the entire time. It is in your sign. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel so like our Saturn return technically ended right around the time that, um, like all the shutdowns and shelter in place orders happened. And so it was kind of like non uh, like anticlimactic. Cause I wasn't mm-hmm. like today Saturn is in Aquarius. I was like, I gotta get my house ready for quarantine. Um, but I did kind of feel like I had my shit more together and I was like, Oh, that's right. Like Saturn's in Aquarius now. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden my shit fell apart again. And I was like, I gotta start, like I gotta like buckle down and get my shit together again. And then mm-hmm. I realized, Oh, Saturn moved back into Capricorn last week. What the fuck? <laughs> mm-hmm. And it sucks. Yeah, I had the exact same thing where it was like, I was fine. I was great. I was doing great. And then Saturn retrograded into Capricorn again. And my life's a mess again. And I'm ready for it to be out forever. Or not forever, but for the next 28 years. And I'm over it. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's another thing, actually, going speaking of astrology and aspects and everything, even in birth charts, one thing that we didn't discuss is the effect of a planet um, being in retrograde in your birth chart. And Mm -hmm. I haven't looked into it in mine. I don't know whether or not my Saturn is actually in a retrograde or not. Um, Because for us to be at the same angle, it would have had to have retrograded at some point. We're nine months apart. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if it retrograded and then went back or if my Saturn, my degree of Saturn is actually a, uh, <clears throat> a retrograde degree. Cause that would be interesting, but I haven't I figured out how to look that up yet. Maybe, but Jessica Lignata says that retrogrades in outer planets don't count. So I believe her. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's pretty smart. 
So yeah, so then I also wanted to address, um, I had recommended the Greek mythology book by Robert Graves in our Witchlet podcast. And um, I did some more research because I was listening to New World Witchery and Corey made a joke about how Robert Graves was not a good resource for mythology. And I was like, oh no, what have I done? (laughs) Um, So I did some research into him and it turns out that he's just like this armchair... Um, anthropologist mythologist guy where he was actually like a poet and a scholar and didn't really do the research and was just like I've heard about this new thing Wicca coming from these people here in England so I'm going to incorporate this into Greek mythology and write this book so I mean I still really liked it it was a very lovely read because it was more like goddess centric but also take it with a grain of salt that book is probably not a good like resource for actual um classical literature so yeah so did he just kind of like do the classic uh white man thing where he heard about something and then explained it back to people yeah basically nice um nice and he also (laughs) i forget the name of the book but there's this classical like witchy text from the middle mid 20th century um and he like read that and was like i'm gonna apply this to witchcraft and, or I'm going to apply this to Greek mythology. And that's how that book got written. And that's why when I was reading it, I was like, wow, this was written in the 50s. And he's talking about the mother made in Crone. That's amazing. And it turns out it's because he had read a Wiccan text. So, yeah. Nice. Excellent. <laughs> yep. This is why we do research. Um, yes. And then we were listening back to the episode where we talked about chakras and yoga and whether they were um appropriations yeah um so and again katie caught this i didn't even realize that i had done it um i had attributed um again yoga and chakras to sikhism um mm-hmm. when they are hindu traditions where i live there it's heavily sikh and so there is we do have a, a large hindu population as well but it's predominantly sikh or sick uh, and we have a tendency here just to automatically say sick when we mean East Indian, um, or even sometimes like, like it, it's just the, the way that terminology is thrown around here. So I did misspeak in that one. Um, and also I wanted to say that we are not the authorities to give anyone permission to use these things. Um, I can't say that, well, one person, one Hindu person told me it was okay for me, and therefore it's okay for every white person I've ever met. That's not the situation. And I don't have a, I, there wasn't an instance where a Hindu person specifically told me, like, um, like, yeah, it's, it's, of course it's okay for you to do yoga. So, so I don't want to want you to think that, yes, I got permission from someone to do this, and therefore you all have permission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's a good point. And also, like, yeah, just keep in mind, yoga has been really secularized. But like, if you study Hinduism at all, Hinduism has a bunch of different paths that you can intensively study in order to reach enlightenment. And yoga is one of those paths. In the Hindu religion, yoga is a path to enlightenment. So yeah, it's fun to like, you know, go do hot yoga just to get skinny or whatever. But really, like, it is a spiritual practice. And I've had some immensely spiritual moments doing yoga. But keep in mind that, like, it is, like, a spiritual practice. So Yeah. Yeah. So we just wanted to add that in there for everyone. Mm -hmm. 
Yep. And then um, I did also want to note that I did complete Lindsay Mack's tarot course and like she had influenced a lot of my tarot stuff previously, but because I like completed her course now, you know, her teachings are going to forever influence everything I ever do that's tarot related. And I bring this up because I write a lot of our tarot Tuesday um, blurbs. And so I did just want to state that like, you know, a lot of what I write is very heavily influenced by Lindsay Mack. She is my teacher. And if you like what you hear, you should probably check out her as well. She does courses. She also has a podcast where she teaches a bunch of stuff for free. Um, it's called Tarot for the Wild Soul. And yeah, if you like what I do, you should check that out as well. So yeah. Yes, definitely. We want to give credit where credit is due. Yes, exactly. And then, um, yeah, so more recent topics. Um, going back to our God, our deity worship episode. Um, I had talked about working with the goddess Morgan specifically, and I felt that the Morgan was reaching out to me to help me figure out a better way to channel the anger I felt. And it turns out that that's actually a really well-established, um, that was a really well-established method of working with the Morgan already. Um, I was reading uh, The Morgan Meeting the Great Queens by Morgan Daimler, and um, yeah, it turns out that there's this Celtic tradition that the goddess or God who can give you something can also take it away. And because the Morgan is associated with like battle fury and anger, it's a pretty well established tradition already to work with the Morgan to deal with like anger management. So that's like a weird spooky thing that I wanted to share with all of you. <laughs> yeah, we love seeing it. I did see someone, one of our followers um had posted about like lit, like searching for their deities and after listening to us like decided to go listen and like um ha had already kind of been feeling the morgan and lilith calling to them and then kind of hearing our podcast you know made them look into it further and that's really cool to hear we really love hearing from you mm -hmm. all um we don't get back to you right away all the time because we are super busy but um it's, it's lovely to see all of your journeys. So, I mean, some of you have tagged us in posts. Keep doing that. We, we like to hear, hear from you all and, and see how you're doing. Yeah. And also reach out to us. Like sometimes on Instagram, I got to, I'm not going to lie. You guys, like I get the Instagram notification while I'm in the middle of the work and I'm like, this is a really complicated answer and I can't take 30 minutes to answer it right now. So I'm just going to have to let this chill. Um, but yeah, reach out to us. We love to hear from you guys. Um, and it's also, yeah, I mean, I think, probably one of my favorite things I saw in addition to the Lilith Morgan thing was someone just saying, you guys have helped me so much in just giving me ways to research what I'm interested in. And that's really what I want to do. Cause we're not experts. You should not like, we try to give you the most informed information possible, but we are, we are not experts. So like it, that is my hope for this podcast is that we are able to give you ideas so you can do your own research and you can learn more. Yes. Yeah. We're not professional witches. There are a lot of professional witches out there um, that you can learn from. This is just kind of our, our little free resource for you to be a, a starting out point. Yeah. A few more things um, in our problematic witches episode, I talked about runes. Um, and after we recorded that, I realized that runes were actually a lot more divisive than I had realized. Um, I think in that podcast, I had said that there are only two runes that white supremacists have appropriated. And the reality is that they've appropriated all runes to the point where, like, I've heard stories of witches who have rune tattoos, and they've had white supremacists come up to them and be like, yeah, you know, white power brother, stuff like that. Um, 
And so that's just something to keep in mind. Think twice before getting like a rune t-shirt or anything. It's, you know, it's really depressed. It's really depressing. But on the other hand, like I learned that runes were that divisive through the Missing Witches podcast. And I know because you just mentioned it on the most recent episode that the same woman who mentioned that also does work with runes. So they're not necessarily evil. It's just like the symbology you might want to keep in mind um, has been appropriated when it's in uh, when it's in a public space. That being said, um, my boyfriend has decided to get a rune tattoo and it has like I've explained to him the legitimate reasons why that might be a bad idea but um so his background he's half British his mother is from Essex England and there is an ancient Anglo-Saxon barrow there and when they excavated it it, yes burial it's like a burial mound yeah burial mound Um, oh yeah yeah it's like a burial mound um if you've never seen a barrow it's like someone important is buried like at the bottom of these gigantic hills and they like buried a person there and then they built this gigantic hill on top of it. And that's what a barrow is. And there's usually a lot of treasures and stuff buried with the person. Um, And in this barrow, there was a sword with this specific rune on it. And I helped him do his research to make sure it's like not a bad rune to get tattooed. It's actually pretty good. Um, But it's like, I t- was trying to talk him out of it because I was worried about the white supremacist thing. And he was like, no, fuck that shit. This is my heritage. And this is my, like, this represents, you know, half of who I am as a person. And so in all honesty, I feel like that's, yeah, that's a legitimate reason still, to still get a rune tattoo. So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, my thought process is if he has a rune tattoo and someone comes up and I know your boyfriend, he looks pretty white, like, you know, but if someone were to come up to him and be like, yeah, I don't know what white power people say to each other. I guess white power, but they probably have, you know, I think Boogaloo is one of their new thing. Fuck those people. Anyway, but like if someone comes up to him and is like Boogaloo or whatever, I don't know. Um, it helps him know who needs to be punched in the face. Like he, he'll yeah. always have like a, a, a Nazi locator now. He, someone comes up and says something to him, just pow. You know, yeah. I'm, I don't agree with violence, but I do agree with punching Nazis. Um, it's heritage, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I'm an American citizen. Um, my grandfather fought in world war two and therefore, um, you know, hurting Nazis is how I keep my grandfather's uh, memory alive. Yeah. And also (laughs) the rule of three doesn't apply to Nazis. So yeah, absolutely. No, the rule of three, I'm just giving them back already. This, I am the, 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 the three coming back to them. That's how I see it. And then in addition, in the episode where we talked about um, in, in creating a non-appropriative craft and looking into your own heritage to, um, you know, start working with deities or start working with a tradition that you resonate with, we don't want to want you to feel like your tradition is necessarily the only tradition that's out. I mean, that in and itself can be a form of white supremacism. So um, Katie, you had yeah. described it really wonderfully earlier. So yeah, yeah. yeah, so I had been talking to my brother-in-law. He had been watching Taste the Nation, which if you don't know about it, it's like Pad- Padma Lakshmi goes around the country talking to people from different ethnic communities and talking about their food specifically. And she went to this German community and my brother-in-law was talking about how weirded out he was listening to this woman talk about like, I don't understand why people don't, you know, 
recognize their German heritage and how, why aren't they proud to be German anymore? And like, he was talking about how it weirded him out. And I agree that was a little weird. And I was thinking about like, what's the difference between that and what I'm doing in embracing my Celtic and Scandinavian heritage and looking into that. And I realized the difference is um, ethnocentrism. And if you don't know what ethnocentrism is, it's an anthropological term for the belief that your culture is better and above all other cultures. This is extremely pervasive in American culture. We think that our culture is the best and the way that any other culture does their stuff is wrong, um, which that's not true. Like clearly, you know, the Canadian healthcare system and universal healthcare is much better than our healthcare system. Um, and also like, you know, a more concrete example is like, you know, Westerners sometimes think that Western history is the be all end all. But the reality is like, you know, we kind of brush over the Middle Ages because it's when we were all illiterate and living in poop. But, you know, during the Middle Ages, the that was like a golden era for the Middle East and for Arabic scholarship. Um, so, yeah, it's just kind of recognizing that your culture is not the best culture and what your culture um, does isn't necessarily the you know isn't the, the answer only way to, to do it yeah. yeah and so bringing it back to to witchcraft if if that's if you decide to go into a, a celtic practice and you're doing things that are traditionally more celtic um and you s see someone practicing a different way even and even if they're you know maybe also of a celtic heritage and you it's not your place or or anybody's place to be saying like, oh, well, that's, that's not the right way. It shouldn't be done that way. Or, or I like, you know, this is the way that that should be practiced because that's the way that it's done in, in my heritage. And that's the only way that it's to be done. So just keep that in yeah. mind. Well, and it kind of brings the creepy factor out of looking into like traditional white people heritage. It's like, instead of being like, oh yes, I'm practicing this because this is the best thing ever. It's like, you have to take some objectivity into your practice and you have to actively combat ethnocentrism within your practice. And that's what turns it from being like this weirdly creepy thing where you like are way too into your heritage and more of like this more balanced practice that I feel like we need to have as white people. So, yeah, definitely. Yep. Um, yeah. And then the last thing I had to say is just, uh, take your psych meds. So we had talked about in a couple of episodes um, herbs that are good for mental health. And those are great supplements for short term. But if you do need psych meds, please take your psych meds. Um, this is inspired Paige, the fat feminist witch who announced, I think in June that she had not been putting out podcasts because she had tried to switch to herbal um help instead of doing her psych meds. Um, and yeah, I mean, even though we talked about that and those are good for temporary help, if you need, if you need like medical help, go get medical help. Um, I, I have said previously that I am not on psych meds, even though I have mental health issues and I want to talk about why that is. Um, I have, um, I have been diagnosed with PTSD based anxiety and depression. And because it is PTSD based and not a chemical imbalance. My doctor has, we have decided to do a different route. We're doing um, 
EMDR therapy as a way to combat my PTSD. And she is aware of the herbal supplements that I'm on and she is okay with them. But um, yeah, she has it like, this is on her recommendation that I am not on psych meds. That being said, you know, mental health, like depression can be caused by any, like by a bunch of different factors. It could be temporary. It could be permanent. It could be like an ongoing issue that you have to take medications for, for the rest of your life. Um, And it could just be like, the way your brain works, the way your brain works, it doesn't produce enough serotonin and you are just going to need to take artificial serotonin for the rest of your life. Um, so that's a long way to say, like, please don't replace herbal supplements for your psych meds. Just remain on your psych meds. Yes, we are, even though we are witches and we like to look at things holistically, um, we're also very pro Western medicine on this episode um, one of our mutual best friends is a doctor. <laughs> one of my best friends, actually my very best friend from childhood, from like first grade, like my first best friend who I'm still friends with today is a psychiatrist. That's what she does. Um, she passes out psych meds. I mean, she doesn't pass out psych meds, but <laughs> she has that authority to do so. Um, and she is also a practicing witch. So it's definitely possible to balance both. Um, so I think we wanted to close out this episode. I know it's kind of, it might've felt a little here and like all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. but it was just kind of a, a year in review, look back and, mm-hmm. you know, let you know what's, what's kind of going on with us and with the podcast. Um, but we do want to talk about a current event, um, because this yeah. is a podcast for baby witches and baby witches recently made the news and not in a good way. Yeah. I don't really know why we have to say this, but you dumb motherfuckers don't hex the moon. Don't hex the fae. Don't hex the sun. Don't hex powers that are larger than you. Um, first of all, if a, you can't do it because it, you can't like, I don't know if you know how hexing works, but you can't really hex like, larger spirits like that and also um if you all you're gonna do is succeed in pissing them off and then the fae are gonna eat you like that yeah um the moon can't be hexed first of all Uh, you could get every witch in the world to join hands in a hex and we're not gonna be more powerful than the moon sorry we're just not the moon controls the fucking oceans there's way more ocean than there is people on this planet Mm -hmm. we are more powerful than the moon and second of all don't fuck with the fae like Mm -hmm. There's just specific spirits and entities out there that you don't mess with. You don't do that. Um, apparently, maybe we do need to talk to y'all about this. We don't think that it was any of you, our wonderful listeners, that tra- that were part of this, obviously. Um, but yeah, don't... If, if you are a baby witch, maybe don't do hexes at all. Maybe build mm-hmm. your way up to hexes. Yes. And yeah, the Fae will... Yeah, just don't... don't don't mess with the Fae. Like, know what you're doing before you even, like, initiate a relationship with the Fae. They, like, don't do anything to piss them off and don't do it because they will fuck your shit up. Just don't. Yeah. There's don't, a, so don't we, do we've, we've talked about the rule of three. I don't know if we've necessarily um, spelled it out completely on the mm-hmm. podcast, but the rule of three is um, the, the mindset that anything that you, any kind of energy that you put out into the universe um, will come back to you threefold. Um, with the Fae, it's more like the rule of 100. So anything that you give out to them, 
come, come back to you a hundred times. Like, don't do it. Just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a really great episode of American Gods about the Fae. Um, great episode. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend that whole series. Just pretty much anything Neil Gaiman does. <laughs> yeah. Is it Gaiman or Gaiman, though? I oh, someone, Yeah, someone said Neil Gaiman once, and I was like, oh, my God. Have I been saying it wrong this entire time? I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. I have no idea. I've been saying it Gaiman since college, so I hope that's how it's pronounced. I definitely learned it from you, though, so if I said it wrong, I got it from Katie. <laughs> I know. That's on my fault, but also, if anybody knows how you actually pronounce Neil Gaiman's name, please let me know, because that's been bothering me for, like, two years now. So, although I'm pretty sure, certain if I just Google, like, him talking, that would resolve it really quickly. I just haven't done that, so. Yeah, yeah. just, like, an interview with him. Let me see. Let me see what I can find. Hold on. Um, I just okay. pulled it up on YouTube. I heard Neil Gaiman say, yes, Gaiman is correct. Ooh, okay. That's Girl, you have me scared there. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's a year in the books, and I'm perf- I, like happy anniversary. So that's super exciting. Like, so I looked it up, and actually, so we're recording this on August seventh. Um, I think I didn't go to work today, so I don't know the date. Um, yes, August seventh. So we actually recorded our very first podcast. So it went up in late August of last year, but we recorded it August eighth. Um, so it, it it's not quite twenty six episodes. Um, not quite a year of the podcast being up, but a year of us recording the podcast. So yeah, it's exciting. I can't believe we've done this for a whole year. Um, I was really nervous when we started that we would run out of topics really quickly. And it did when COVID started feel like we were going to run out of topics. And now I got like this burst of new energy and I'm just like, we have so many things that we need to talk about. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And even like, I mean, some of the questions you guys have sent in, like I've got, we've gotten a few questions on Instagram that I want to turn into entire podcast episodes and like, like, yeah, I mean, there's just so like, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, there's, I'm excited yes. for this next year. Yeah. And, and we're excited to, to share all of our experiences with all of you. And again, to, to hear about your experiences. Um, so we are going to be moving to those monthly episodes for a while. We don't have a definite time frame as to when we're going to go back to bi-weekly. We're just kind of going to see when we feel like things are, are back to somewhat normal for us, even if, if it's a new COVID normal. But um, yeah, we, we are excited for, for future content to bring to you all. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's yeah. Yay. Here's to a year. Yes. And if any of you haven't already reached out to us and you want to, um, definitely, definitely get in touch with us. Katie, do you want to let them know how they can find us? Yeah, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at babywitchpod, and you can email us at babywitchpod at gmail.com. All right. Well, we will talk to you next month on the next Magical Monday. Bye.